Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I am Officer Kevin. And I'm Taxman Grant. It's tax season, baby. I like the... Yeah, another new Grant character, Grant Sona. How exciting for our listeners. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do this to keep myself mentally uh motivated to act like a person. This is what a therapist would come in and kind of say, like, Grant, are these characters sort of a way of you coping with difficult situations and stress in your life? Uh everything now what would you say? I would say everything's coping with stress in my life. Like okay. this podcast in, in, in and of itself, humor in general is just sort of like a big coping mechanism, but that's neither here nor there. It's relevant enough. You know, we're here doing uh, bits and riffs and everything, trying to keep our, trying to keep our heads on straight. Uh, without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to our fine show, because today we have Robbie Ratcliffe on the show. How are you, Robbie? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Beautiful oh, Saturday morning on. here in, in uh, Los Angeles. Happy to be uh, in front of a computer instead of being outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, um, you know, we're, we're getting our work out of the way early today. Again, this is a rare Saturday morning recording once again. Uh, I don't hate the Saturday morning recording, to be honest, Grant, um, because I, I wake up I feel more refreshed. I haven't been beaten down by the workday of whatever Thursday or Wednesday we we decide to record on. I got my I got my uh my mean bean monster Java on hand, oh, keeping me pumped and ready. I got a complaint and primed. Uh, I I always have a complaint to make. Uh, the the Let's fact that it's so the fact that it's so bright out outside makes me look like a ghost right now. Well, you are wearing sunglasses again, and it is nearly it's the bright, morning man. for us. Yeah, it does. It does look very bright over by you. It's too I think bright. You look so, I think you oh, look like you. Uh, you. You look like you're in one of those uh, future movies from the <laughs> the aughts, like uh, Minority Report or something. Hell yeah, that's what I'm I know. Going it's not for. the, not the odds, exactly Grant, what I'm you, going for. You could look like a side character from like Johnny Mnemonic or something. Hell yeah, that's exactly that's all that I want to be in life. Westworld is a side character from mm-hmm. Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. But, Robbie, uh, you are a member of the comedy troupe Wham City Comedy, which I know is on a hiatus at the moment. Uh, but I did want to talk about that because that is how I know you. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first time I saw you guys perform was in Chicago, maybe like in 2015 or something. I think it was uh, Seven Minutes in Purgatory. Oh, I, you know, I don't know if I... Oh, golly. Uh, you might I have been remote if... or something like that, because it was like when they do the seven minutes in purgatory, and then somebody's like on a screen. Because... Yeah. No, I think you guys were there, because it was on the roof of the hideout, wasn't it? So I think that maybe it... I I, I don't think I was there for that one. I think that maybe Ben oh, okay. was, and, and Alan possibly were there, but I... Yeah, I, I know I, for I, sure I Alan was there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know Alan had on the uh, sort of the the whole goblin... <laughs> the goblin get up but that show I, I i went and rewatched it on the on the comedy central rebroadcast and i know for sure you were on that one it was you and ben right. uh, ben o'brien doing the right. italian okay, so, restaurant yes so that was 
Yeah, we that was when they shot Seven Minutes in Purgatory in, in Brooklyn, and, and we we went up for that. So I was yes, I was there. Did they broad? I'm confused. Did they broadcast that in Chicago also when it was live? No, I think that was a different one because okay. I I remember seeing it on Comedy Central, and it was the same like bit you guys did in Chicago, but the whole gimmick of Seven Minutes in Purgatory because that was what uh, Ian. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forget Aberson. his last name. Um, Aberson, yeah. yeah. Very funny guy. But that was, anyway, that was my first exposure to Wham City Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long had you guys been doing that for? Now, to be clear, that's, uh, you know, you, it started with you, Alan Resnick, and uh, Ben O'Brien, all so out of it Baltimore. Really, it, yeah, it started in Baltimore. Um, it actually started uh, w- with uh, Ben and this other kid, Mason Ross, who's out here now, too. Um but uh, it was a weekly comedy show that we did at this club where Ben and I worked the door. Mm. And we just started booking comedy shows. Or he just started booking comedy shows there, calling it Wham City Comedy. And then it sort of evolved into this touring group that I think our first tour was probably 2010. And it was insane what we did. It was a four-hour-long variety show with 20 people. Not 20, but maybe like, 10 or 12 uh and it we all were on a school bus driving around uh you know we kind of did the whole loop up to uh you know drive up to toronto from baltimore hit new york philly etc come back down through detroit chicago and it was really fun uh but it was really crazy and when i think about that those shows and how bananas they were i i i I just wonder how the hell I managed to become any sort of adult afterwards and not just falling and falling into some sort of weird pit. I don't know. Filled with teeth. I, I can't think of it. Was, it was a weird <laughs> yeah. time is what I'm going to say. It was an intense time. We did a, a show. We did a four-hour-long comedy show in a someone's punk house's living room in St. – not St. Louis, the other one, uh, Cleveland. And it was to three people – one of whom was the person who lived in the house who didn't want us there and was drunk for the entire show and just completely heckled us to hell. Jesus. Yeah. So All it, the way you to know, Cleveland for that. All the way to Cleveland for that. One of the other guys like was hoarding four locos. That's the other thing I remember about Cleveland at oh, that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because for a while, there was the the uh, band four locos. The, uh, mm-hmm. what, the, what do they call those, Grant? The like ones the, that were killing people? Yes, yeah. the murder. The murder is four locos. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah, exactly. They had to take out the caffeine. Hey, I can't blame the guy. You know, those are good. Yeah. I, um, but yeah, happy. you guys, like, in addition to, like, doing the touring and stuff, like, you guys did, like, a lot of, like I said, funny videos and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, one, one of my favorites in particular was, uh, I think, the parking garage one. Oh, yeah. I know that, that was, was that, I think Alan was in that one. Um, yeah, that was that was uh, Alan. And, uh, he, he had made that for a art show that was in that parking garage. Oh, okay. In Baltimore. And I know, um, like, with the live shows and everything, yeah, I know that I met you in Chicago back in, I want to say, 2016 or 2017 or something. Mm-hmm. And you had a sketch that made me laugh so fucking hard. And I'm wearing the shirt for it right now, actually. The uh, the Best Buy, the Best Buy Florida sketch. Man, like, that mm-hmm. was, like, one of those. I, th- I, had to, I had to come up to you afterwards. I'm like, man, that was, like, I just had to be like, that was, like, so funny. Like, I was laughing my ass off. I, I've, like, I've thought about it so many times since then i i know like i think you guys put up like a kind of a similar version on youtube but just the the storytelling on display was mm-hmm. uh just you know well i was like you're talking about the florida everglades or something like that then it turned into like the 
the first Best Buy in town, this this truly yeah. horrific tale. Yeah, so I actually it wasn't the Everglades. I I grew up in North Florida. Um, okay, in sure. and around Tallahassee, and I uh, just remember that when Best Buy Tallahassee is you know it's the capital city, and there's a lot of it. it sometimes it feels fairly, I guess, modern and connected to the world. But you don't have to go very far outside of the main downtown area to feel like you're fallen into some sort of like antediluvian wilderness. And I remember when the Best Buy came, it was just like such a huge deal. <laughs> like we, it was, it was like we, we finally are now a city. Like we are real. Like we, yes. we have, we are connected. I think there was like a they, they the Best Buy came at the same time they had like a direct flight to JFK in New York City for like a year that no one used <laughs> and it was just like they had these like weird little pushes into the into modernity that i thought w- w- when, so, when around was that like what year i want to say like 2002 2003 okay um, so just enough time to go into town get an xbox yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. uh and then uh you know it's like ever since every time i go back there's like fewer and fewer people in the best buy yeah sad story man that's uh yeah you know the best the, I mean, gone the way of Best Buy, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, because I know you guys were also doing some Adult Swim streaming stuff for a while. Um, mm-hmm. What was that? What was that? Uh, God, there was that one thing you guys did with the call in special. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Troll? I'm forgetting the name. Sorry, it was Troll Day or something? No, it's okay. So we actually did two, um, and we the first one was called the Cry of Man, uh, and with two ends, and the second one was called the Call of War war with two r's and they were essentially originally pitched to be um just a call-in soap opera where Mm -hmm. it would just be sort of a regular soap opera you know we'd write it in a funny way and be overacting and 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 uh and silly about it but ultimately there would be a plot that people could call in and interrupt throughout the um the show's episodes you know we were kind of and we did like two weeks of of live shows which is insane because those were essentially you know, 10 almost fully written episodes uh, Mm -hmm. that people were literally memorizing the day before they went and shot the show. So it was a nightmare that I put these people through. Um, And it was worth it for us to watch. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I think it was a lot of fun for the audience. I mean, um, I actually skipped over part, but what happened was, so we had this relatively simple idea, which was just a soap opera spoof. And then uh, Super Deluxe the, came out with a live soap opera that they had streamed on Facebook. And mm. it was a different, it was, it was relatively, um, you know, there was, Super a, there was a lot of also gone the way, the way of Best Buy, unfortunately. Also, yes, Man. unfortunately. But um, they, there was close enough that uh, we didn't want to do just a standard soap opera anymore. So I basically just took a long weekend train trip up to Montreal and just wrote a different, a completely different show that was this weird kind of dark shadows, sort of pseudo science fiction, sort of, uh, you know, you know, it's still, still a, still a soap opera, but with just a, a lot of like other elements thrown into it. Mm -hmm. And the biggest change was that instead of having phones that were just kind of regular phones throughout the set that people would call, you had, a world where people don't actually know what phones are. So when 
all of a sudden these oh, orange man, I phones wish. started showing up <laughs> yeah. throughout these days throughout yeah. the different rooms like people were just like had really had no idea like what to do with them and over time they sort of learned how to deal with them and 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 there's and you know the the plot takes numbers of turns uh, as a result yeah i think like you guys like you took a already very interesting and clever concept and then you added the interactive element on top of that. And, like, that's the stuff that I definitely gravitate towards is the stuff that's, course, like, yeah. there's, like, layers and boundaries and stuff to it. And it also has this, you know, and I I hate to use this term, so, you know, whatever, because I feel like it gets thrown around a lot. But I feel like it has a very, like, Lynchian tone to it, too. It's sort of uh, kind of, like, uh, dark and disturbing, but also weird and kind of funny and very dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like Twin Peaksy, but I didn't want that to be sort of like, uh, like box, no, I mean, I, I, boxed in I think sort there's, of, you know. That's a, there's a reason that that's a point of reference. I mean, I also I yeah. also definitely think it's not, um, you know, it's it's certainly deserved, and we're all... We've all been fans of of that over over the years. I mean, the real uh, I I said Dark Shadows at the top because that was something that I was really obsessed with as a kid. Because mm-hmm. at my local library, you could check out Dark Shadows VHS tapes, and I just remember thinking it was such a bizarre and weird show. And why are there like two hundred episodes? And I just like, even though I was probably eight or nine years old, I was I was watching these things with a with no clue of what was happening. So it was kind of a drawback to that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of that one. Grant, have you seen that one? Uh, I have not, but I know that they did like the reboot of it with uh, John yeah. Depp, right? Yes, was that they did any a good? Tim Burton re- reboot. I have no idea. No, it was, uh, <laughs> that's I not. figured. I mean, Dark Shadows yeah. was like an old. It was basically an old British um, Hammer horror show. A horror TV show, mm-hmm. and uh, it's about like a vampire who's just like living with a family. It's almost—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's got it's a soap opera, but it feels like a sitcom. Is what I will say. Hey, that sounds about right. And um, yeah, that sounds exactly like what you guys were going for uh, with Call of yeah. Man, and th- yeah, definitely came through. But I also want to move on to um, the new film you are making with Alan Resnick, uh, Dance mm-hmm. Freak. Now, this yeah. is something I'm very excited for because, you know, obviously I've enjoyed all the content you guys have put out over the years. I saw that Wham mm-hmm. City was going on a hiatus and I'm like, man, I wish I would love to see more from you guys. And then it's like, oh, well, here it is. Dance Freak. Now, um, Grant, are we able to pull up the trailer and watch that here? I think or I is should that be, be able to. Yeah. No, let me uh, okay. let me do that real quick. Uh, so yeah. before we begin watching the trailer for Dance Freak, uh, Robbie, is there anything you want to tee it up with? No, I mean, I think let's just watch the trailer and then I'll, I'll kind of talk about how it has gotten to the point where it is now. Well, let's speak cool. for itself. See, I like this because it's already it's already reminding me of uh, kind of the the Best Buy sketch a little bit. Have you been beaten, crushed, grinded down by life? Are people mean? Do they make fun of you? Are you unlucky? Have you fucked up your whole life? In your darkest moments, have you ever wished for something insane to take over your body so that you could do whatever you wanted for once? That you could live a life with no limits, you could be bad, you could freak out, that you could kill nine people 
<laughs> Does that scare you? This is a real movie that me and my friend Alan want to make. But first, you've got to give us a lot of money. It's going to look good. <laughs> Black and white. Moody as hell. It's going to sound weird. Really loud sound effects. Music that's so out of this world, you're going to think that you're on another planet. We're going to edit it like long edits first and then a bunch of short edits. It's going to make you dizzy. <laughs> I love that line. Megan Keister Which said one? she'd be in it. She's funny. Uh, it's going to be long edits first and then short edits. Dance freak. Thanks. And Dance Freak is going to lean in, <laughs> grab you by the throat, pull you close, and tell you revenge is cool, but so is redemption. And also, if someone's trying to break up with you, it's best to just cut them loose and not drag them into your shit. My name is Robbie Ratcliffe. Give us money right now. Shut up and take my money. Got it. Shut up and dance. Dance Freak. Yeah. All right. Um, that's that. There it is. That's the promo for Dance Freak. Not really a trailer. Uh, I realize that we probably use that word uh, incorrectly. Teaser, but, trailer. Uh, what's the difference? Yeah. Something to get people excited about the concept of, of giving me an Allen twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly excited. I uh, I pledged on your Indiegogo campaign uh, for it this past week when I saw it go up, and we'll also include Dang. a link to the fundraiser in the episode description. So yeah, just if you're watching yeah. this on YouTube, scroll down. If you're watching this on some other podcasting app, also scroll down. You'll find the link. Check it out. It's going to be good. Google uh, it. If I remember correctly, Robbie, you also, um, I think I think I saw you post that Stav, uh, Stavros Halkius is going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stav, uh, I, I, I wanted him to, to, I had a couple parts that I thought he might be good for that I, I wrote. So I, I just sent him uh, the outline and we just had a nice conversation. I know stuff from back in Baltimore and it always kind of That's shocks what I thought, me. That's thought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he, he, when I just saw, <clears throat> Stav was just like this real mean son of a bitch that uh, <laughs> made fun of me whenever I saw him. So it's kind of, it's always, uh, a, I guess, a, a tasty irony that he's uh, found the success that he has, but more, more power. In the way that he has, yeah. Yeah, God loves a Greek man. I know we got a, we got a lot of crossover with uh, fans of Comtown as well. So if you want to see Stav in a movie that's going to be good, uh, check it out. Donate to Dance Freak. <laughs> Again, the uh, link to the fundraiser will be in the episode description. I, I think I think uh, fans of Stav are going to like his scenes, is, is all I'll say. I'm excited. Uh, well, let's move on to a little bit of uh, show news of our own, Grant. Uh, we have a new Fire Brothers yes. episode out. I don't know why I call it Fire Bros. I've ne- or, I'm supposed to call it Fire Bros. I've never called it Fire Brothers, ever. Don't know why that came out of my mouth. Uh, but you can find that over on patreon.com slash thoughtcops. We reviewed uh, the Batman. Super Fire Brothers. You know, like the Melee. old Smash Bros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we the reviewed Batman. the Batman, Titan, Joe Para Talks with You Season 1, and Hot Rod. Mm. Uh, if you want to hear the definitive takes on all four of those movies, um, again, a very, a very clear, co- uh, cohesive collection of media. Yeah, that is if all you want themed to, together appropriately. If you want to continue the conversation, go ahead and join our Discord. You can go to the uh, Fire Bros uh, channel in the Discord and watch me and Josh continue our argument about Titan and see the yeah. the wacky and crazy and weird turns that that took. 
Yeah, I was going to say too, yeah, if you haven't joined our Discord yet, we also include a link to that in all of our episode descriptions. That's a fun, that's always a fun time. People are, I see some people in there right now listening to the uh, the live episode. Again, thank you. You can also get access to that via patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Uh, Dilbert text in the chat says, did anyone, anyone watch that movie where Stav was a cult leader? Um, no. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. I think that was also pretty Wait. recently too. Is like sale huh. the salesman or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. Uh, he was also in. Uh, he had a funny little bit role in this uh, great comedy movie that came out of Brooklyn recently called Inspector Ike, uh, where it's like he, he plays. He's like in a, a weird theater troupe in it, and he's just really funny. Oh, he's really. You and know, I just remember Stav is 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 truly a multifaceted talent. <clears throat> yeah, his uh, wasn't his first on-screen debut with Wham City on Adult Swim. Yeah, geez. Um, uh, he what yeah he played uh, a crime scene uh cleaner in uh unedited footage of a bear you can see him in the mm-hmm. background of one of the <clears throat> principal scenes of that movie or uh, short um but yeah like i said head on over to our discord server it's a good time and if you're listening to this on itunes or spotify leave us a five-star review uh i assume that helps the metrics of the show helps people find us um maybe it doesn't but do it anyway yeah i i can't see it hurting though grant right like i I can't see somebody leaving a five-star review and they're just gonna hide that from people you know right (laughs) i can't i can't claim to understand how it fully works but i'm gonna assume it doesn't work that way so leave us a five-star review and again if you leave one on itunes you can also leave a written review with it and we will read it on the show um haven't done one in a while but we uh I don't know. There might be some. There might not be. But uh, there might be. Know. We 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 probably should have checked it before recording. But that just means we're going to have we a got whole lot other more things, check next time. We got other things to other eggs to crack. You know. Speaking of we other eggs to crack. Speaking of uh, you know Saturday morning, we're we're cracking, cracking eggs. eggs. We're making some breakfast here, Grant. Let's move on to two minutes of hate. That very famous, very favorite segment of the show, in which we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap that we see on our cell phones and our computer screens every single day of the week. So, without further ado, my two minutes of hate this week is again a more uh, a more relatable one, one that's not so fringe and weird like some people have uh, been complaining about. But mine this week is city websites. Mm. They're always bad. Uh, yeah. got a parking ticket recently, you know, oopsie. Oh uh, yeah. Oopsie. You got a parking ticket. Uh, they're doing street cleaning and I got one of those, uh, orange slips under my windshield, uh, city of Chicago left it there. And it's one of those things you get it. And it's like, it's such a fucking pain in the ass to fight. And it's, you know, it's 60 bucks. It's not the end of the world. And I want to also yeah. give a shout out. I think that, uh, I mentioned again in the Discord that um, right, that right. was yeah, the thank you to the Patreon for uh, paying for my parking ticket. I do appreciate that, and uh, <laughs> and to John Elizabeth Stincy for uh, donating to the Kevin's parking ticket fund. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Um, but to, in order to use that money I received to pay my ticket, of course I have to uh, either mail it in, which I'm not going to be doing that, obviously, or I have to go to the city's website. And why why is every city's website so horrible? Every government website is so confusing to to go through. I don't know, Robbie, have you ever had a parking ticket in Los Angeles or had to visit the city of Los Angeles website before or Baltimore website? Um, and the Baltimore website, yes. Uh, and it, it was sort of the same thing. I, I just I sort of attributed to good old-fashioned uh, corruption. Just, yeah, you know, they go with some yeah. contractor that's just bid that they've got this great 
new software and it's got all these freaking buttons on it and it's just going to be fantastic and everybody's going to be able to use it and it's $500,000 less than the, you know, than the next guy. So that's yeah, who they right. go with. And it's like, it's like, and, what are we going to do? It's, it's like, like, you know, we have to come on there and pay the bills. So it's like, what, you know, they know they got us in a corner. Yeah, exactly. I will say that the uh, Los Angeles has slightly better uh, electronic uh, civic, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, it's like they, they user interface. You want like, inter- yeah, they've got a couple, they've got a few good apps. Um, you know, if I got bulk trash, I need to get picked up. It's relatively simple. In Baltimore, it was hell. Yeah, but um, I hear you, man. I, I I know exactly how frustrating it is to go through these GeoCity era. That's exactly that yeah. Your browser probably isn't even compatible with. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I have to I have to log on. I got to go to angelfire dot com slash chicago slash parking yeah. or whatever the hell it is. And it's one of those things where I already have such low expectations for coming on here. I haven't had to pay a parking ticket in maybe like six or seven mm-hmm. years, thankfully. And it's one of those things where I'm like, how much, you know, how, how much you want to bet if I go on here, it's nothing is going to be changed. It's still going to feel like something from 2002. Right. And it's going to be nearly impossible to navigate, nearly impossible to find the portal where I enter the dollar amount, where to pay my ticket. And while it wasn't the worst website I've ever been on, it's still pretty bad. So it's one of those things where, again, the most the most necessary websites are always the worst. I know a friend of the show, Nico, has called in a few times and complained about the, um, I think it's the, the Illinois Ides. unemployment. Yeah. yeah. Because and I know, Grant, you had uh, I some had issues like, with that, too. I had similar problems and not nearly as bad as whatever her problems were. But, like, I remember, you know, beginning of pandemic, everything shuts down. Everyone gets fired from their jobs. Everyone's on unemployment. And I was one of those people. And it's like immediately website not ready to take on all this traffic. Like, yeah, it was just down for like weeks. You know, mm-hmm. they finally get it working. And like Kevin was saying, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, OK, you sign up for it. You put in your username, your login, stuff like that. You hit enter and it just like refreshes the page. And it's like. What the fuck? Like, okay, so you put in all your information again. Did you take my money or? And it's like, yeah. And so then, like, you keep trying, and then you like change your password, you change your username, you do all these things, and then it takes you to a different page. And it's like, where's the page where I like do the thing that is the reason that I'm signing up for this website? And then Mm -hmm. eventually it works. And then like you you go through and you fill everything out and whatever, and then you do it wrong because nobody knows how to fucking do it. And then you call Mm -hmm. them and they say, yeah, everyone's having the same problem you are uh, because nobody knows how to use this website. And it's like, maybe you guys, if you have this website, you should help people. Like you should have a website that works. And that like, especially when people need money and there's a global pandemic and people are like worried about getting evicted and shit like that. Like maybe have a website that works when people need your unemployment money because we all just got fired from our jobs you know right and it's like mm. you can shut down twitter or whatever i don't know if that's how it works we got to save bandwidth somehow i'm i'm electing you can shut down twitter because you know twitter seems to be able to take a lot the only time i've ever seen twitter go down was after uh, will smith slapped chris rock and the website stopped working <laughs> However, the city website, when people are out of out of uh, out of a job, out of money, need some help, that breaks within minutes, you know, because 
You know, we all it's it's more important to get our fucking Oscar slap uh joke out on Twitter than it is to receive uh rent money basically. Well, what what you're saying reminds me of like an article I read sort of a while ago and I think it had to do with like this stigma of like porn websites and how everyone thinks like you're going to get like a virus from like a porn website or something like that and that like in reality the the, the weird stigma, ironicism like the the weird ironicism of that is like one of the easiest places to get a virus online is from like church websites huh. which is just really? like the juxtaposition between the two yeah because it's always like it's a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing that don't put a lot of money into it that just get hacked left and right that mm-hmm. like your data is more exposed to something like that than like a multi-billion dollar yeah. porn industry, you know, who like wants you to keep using their website and like church websites. And I, I don't know if it's the same like for state websites or anything like that, but like, cause I'm, I'm assuming it's probably like a federal crime to like fuck around with that, but it, it just sort of goes to show you like, yeah, you put something in, you put money into something. Usually it works out. You don't put any money into something usually not so great i would i would go ahead sorry go ahead well i was just thinking about how when i used to teach college the thing that i absolutely hated about teaching not the most but one of the one of the top five was the email services that you had to use to use to 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 be a teacher at at a given school and every school had a completely different set of software and uh uis that you had to figure out and everything was sort of like yeah you can also do your grades through here but we're also just gonna like make sure that like people can chat through here and i was just like no i just want to like use google just just use my gmail yeah please just set up a gmail account we'll do it all through that eventually i did it could have been start teaching at a it should have been so simple yeah, especially yeah, there needs uh, to be like some cohesion, you know? It's like you said like Baltimore right. is different than Los Angeles, which is probably different from Chicago, which is probably different mm-hmm. from New York. We need yeah. to just have like some infrastructure to have this all be the same and have it all good and it should work as well as any fucking Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and probably even better to be honest. Hey, you're uh, talking so about my, centralizing my, power in a federal republic, so Ah, uh, you know, Mr. it I was going to say my my punishment is in addition to doing that, Robbie, it's going to be like mm-hmm. that episode of uh, Evangelion when they have to shut down all of Japan's power <laughs> levels to uh, power up the rifle to shoot that giant blue cube. We have to, sure. anytime this happens, if there's ever another pandemic, if there's ever another mass unemployment, we shut down YouTube, we such, shut down Facebook, Twitter, everything, and we all focus it into just powering up the website that we use to pay our parking tickets. And hopefully we get our, you know, unemployment money too. I love that. It also makes me think of Macross or Robotech. You see, I, I'm a bit of a uh, mech anime pleb. I, I'm like, I'm one of those guys who I'm like, I, I've seen Evangelion. I've seen Gurren Lagann. There's a lot of classic mechs that I need to watch. And I want to watch because it's like, I just recently mm-hmm. rewatched Evangelion. So it was like fresh in my mind. But yeah, those are definitely up there as well as like most of the uh, yeah. the good Gundam series. You could probably skip Robotech, to be honest. Skip, okay, noted. Yeah, um, but I don't. But uh, Robbie, we don't want to skip you though. So uh, I'd like to hear what you have to share with sure the class. Thing. Any two minutes of hate. My big thing was I. You know, I actually don't spend um, that much time on the internet, and so. But That's when good. I do, I, I do, yeah. I mean, I when I do the thing that has been bugging me the most, and this isn't really. 
I mean, it's just all the Elden Ring stuff. I don't have time uh, to play yeah. Elden Ring, and it's driving me nuts. And my all my feed is is just filled filled with well, half of it's filled yeah. filled with like Twitter uh, transit Twitter. That's the other kind of uh, node that really fills up my uh, my feed whenever I open it. Well, tra- but the Elden Ring Twitter? stuff, yeah. So I, I'm obsessed with uh, I'm a, I'm like a train person. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So you know, I I just follow all these different people who just write little th- think pieces about you know Boston's new trolley extension or you know chicago's always on there because everybody's complaining about the cta and uh, i was gonna say it's uh, funny you mentioned that i was just like i I went on like on a 30 minute rant to my girlfriend the other day about like how the cta and the l system i'm looking at a map here i actually have on my wall of it did Um, you steal that from did you commit a crime to get that (laughs) no it's actually uh one yeah 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 remade it like super mario world and uh i bought that at a comic convention in chicago a number of years back but I was like saying how all of the train lines like go to the loop and then you mm-hmm. have to, if you want to just take the train, you got to go like, you know, all the way to the loop and up north again when there should be like a mm-hmm. system that goes all the way around, you know, kind of in a more like there should be also circular lines too. Yeah, so, that's actually, a, that's been a, that's a common thread on the CTA uh, people's uh, complaints is that there's not real, I mean, this also is true with the uh, people in Brooklyn too, because everything is designed to bring people into the city center. But when you have right, mm-hmm. right. essentially I mean, cities yeah. evolving to be a little bit more decentralized, exactly, are going to yeah. need some way to actually get people out around the uh, outer rings and suburbs and what have you. Kevin, you're forgetting that we're one of the most segregated, racially segregated cities in fucking oh, yeah. America. And that, like, there's uh fucking uh reasons why people do and don't want to build through oh, certain areas I, i'm sorry like, grant i forgot i forgot <laughs> i mean that's like that's such like a big precursor to so much of that shit is just like yeah just because uh we redlined the city not too long ago and uh everyone's mm-hmm. still racist so yeah. I mean, and then yeah like the, the not like all like the train system's also out of date too it's like yeah like you mentioned like a lot of people would have to exclusively go downtown to right. do everything but now there's so much like you said robbie's decentralized but i didn't mean mm-hmm. to get so hung up on the on the transit topic that was something that i'm like this has been on my mind honestly, honestly. It, and I, ha- I have seen some of those twitter though, posts too I, yeah 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 i uh well it doesn't bother me one bit because i'll i'll talk trains all day long but, but um, uh, Elden Ring. You said, and, yeah, you, oh, said yeah. you had FOMO, FOMO from it, Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess it's just Elden Ring FOMO. Uh, uh, well, now I can't stop thinking about trains. Um, yeah. We can, we can talk trains, pretty, you know? Let's talk trains. I mean, I, yeah, I don't like all the Elden hey, Ring choo, stuff. Hey, Choo Choo, let's I go. I have time to play. Choo Choo, Choo Choo, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, I'm, so I, uh, yeah, I, I, I am a big train person. I've taken every, um, cross-country line on the Amtrak system and oh, really? sort of like slowly working my way through all the different commuter lines. So cross when I say cross-country, I mean any any train that goes overnight. And when I say commuter, it's basically like, you know, there's a train that goes from Savannah, Georgia to New York. And that's like, even though that's like a 12-hour ride, that's still, I consider that commuter. That seems like kind of like a the, fun, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's, it's, it's that's like great. one of those things, that's one of those things that I feel like I want to do more of is mm-hmm. just like get on a train and take a train trip. And it's just like expensive and just like difficult to do. And like we have yeah. such a like shitty train system in America compared to like other countries where they have like 
bullet trains and like trains that'll take you a million miles in like an hour mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah. you, have you, you have you been to you Japan, try and Robbie? go one city over yes yeah i've been did I've you been take to the Japan shink a few times did you take the shinkansen i did yes uh yeah. the last time not the last time i was there but uh my wife and i went to just took it from tokyo to uh osaka and yep. it was mm -hmm. that's right it was yeah it is a crazy feeling to be on one of those things because you're just not used to feeling that i guess it's is it g-force like when the know. train really picks up yeah, speed I and you so, can yeah. kind of feel it in your chest a little bit you're you know you get kind of you're used to that maybe feeling that f feeling in an airplane but when you feel it on the ground it it's very right, right. disorienting got yeah, it um, takes a second was, to get used to but it was fantastic and uh you know i i i also um you know i really love the transit system around the kyoto osaka area oh yeah in tokyo especially so that the jr system well, yeah definitely mm -hmm. um but it's just that it's there's so many different types of trains and there's so many they're all relatively efficient and you're it just never feels like you're you're far from a subway station or or, or even just like an a, you know overground station and i love it um, that, now that being said I, robbie as a resident of los angeles and angelino mm -hmm. yourself how do you feel about the transit system in los angeles uh i would say that it is uh it's getting there it's it's not getting it's it's never we're never going to be tokyo uh i i've, I've put my i don't uh, see that happening know, put my yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. Have, but so i live up in uh northeast la in a neighborhood called highland park and okay. i um you know, I'm within about a 15-minute walk to a train station, and the train that is nearest to us goes downtown, goes through Chinatown, little Tokyo, and, and connects to the subway and a, a few other, and also the the main Union oh, station. Oh, I, I think I've taken station. that same train. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like a, it's a, it's a it's a good service. So I feel like my biggest issue with Los Angeles is the lack of a very good public transit system. And like from the times I've been there, I've taken the train, I've taken like the gold line and the other stuff they have uh, in the area. But, you know, as a resident of Chicago, it, it's not quite as good as it is here. I mean, not many places are, I guess. But that's been the one thing where it's like, if there's such a huge traffic problem in Los Angeles, why not just keep making the trains better and they keep saying for years they're going to do that you know yeah they they're they're doing a big one of the bigger upgrades that they're doing right now is something called the regional connector which is essentially a a tunnel that will um sort of streamline these three uh three different metro lines into two kind of two mega lines i guess and I don't know why the word, I use the word mega, they're just lines. Um, but essentially if like, if I, one of the things I did a lot when I first moved here was I would, I would work up until about three o'clock in the afternoon and then I would get on the train and I would go to the, to the beach at Santa Monica and go swimming and, you know, oh, cool. just kind of like swim until uh, sundown and it was, or like go bookie boarding or something like that. It, it was really something that made the move, move out here feel like it was worth it, but they have to, to get, to the uh to get to the um line that goes from downtown LA to Santa Monica you have to basically take the train to Union Station the Highland the Gold Line train to Union Station get on the subway ride like three stops and then get off the subway and get onto the it's so it's it's these two transfers that basically adds like 20 minutes onto your ride no matter what so yeah. this will take that out uh so it's just one transfer 
And that's to me, that's a big deal. Just making like a, a little bit easier for people to get from one part of the city that is served by the train system to, you know, to the beach. I mean, I, w- I would agree. I mean, like there, like I was speaking about rumors earlier, and we'll we'll get to him later. But Elon Musk has been saying for years he's going to fix the fucking train system in Los Angeles. And then it turns out yeah. he's like, oh, actually, I'm going to make a train that goes from downtown Chicago to the uh, O'Hare mm-hmm. Airport, and it's like we already have that. <laughs> like, yeah. And also, his, his, whole idea, him, yes. his whole idea is like, you don't get on a train. You drive your car onto a track, and then your car goes on a track, and then there's a single yeah. file track, and it's just like, okay. my my guy, that's just a tunnel you've invented. Like you yeah, just exactly. invented this. Doesn't he's got? He already had one of those, right? And was it Vegas or something? Yeah, and it's I'm all like sure, lit up. Yeah. It, it yeah. looks like a, a small world ride from Disneyland. You know, you're just like on this like track, and there's ooh colors. You know, yeah, the amount of uh, fumes you must inhale when you're on one of the, in, in one of those things just must for real. Really yeah, really freaks me out. Bruce, yeah, it, it, I, I, I don't have anything funny to say about any of this. This is just <laughs> something that I'm truly interested <laughs> just, in. Yeah, we're having an intellectual discussion here about trains. I didn't expect yeah. to have it, but I obviously I feel like I had a lot more to say on it than I thought I did. Yeah. yeah. So let's just say we'll cap it off with the punishment here. We'll fix the fix the transit system. Mm-hmm. Um, all trains. Hey, taking the train shouldn't be as difficult as an, a boss in Elden Ring tying it all together. Um, oh, that's the nice. train system. The train system should be simple. It should be connected. There should be a better circular train system in Chicago. There should mm-hmm. be less transfers in Los Angeles. And they should bring the bullet train to America. Done. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just do a few years of fascist autocracy just so we can get the system built. And then we'll switch back to the old, uh, you know, the old system. Seems simple enough to me. Uh, speaking yeah. of simple, though, Grant, I don't know why I said that. But, well, you want to give your two minutes of hate? Let's keep it, uh, let's keep it clear and duh, concise, too. Yeah. Um, simple Grant. No. Duh. Um, you're talking about yeah, uh, what are we talking uh, about here this week? Um, This week... This week on Thought Cops, uh, my two minutes of hate is uh, taxes. Oh boy, mm. that's, that's the whole tax, the tax man Grant. I'm bringing him back, and he's here to complain about taxes. Why? Why do I have to do? I haven't done my taxes yet. Have you guys done your taxes? Yeah, I, I did them over a month ago. Psh, loser, <laughs> did you do your taxes, Robbie? I haven't done it yet. Whatever. It uh, doesn't matter. They don't, yeah. my I don't have any money. I don't have any yeah. money to give them. I probably owe them money. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's yeah. whatever. I don't Did have a problem. Si- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to ask if the city, uh, if the unemployment system let you do a withholding checkbox so you didn't have to pay any back taxes on any unemployment you received. Uh, I, I think so. I mean, this is like years ago at this point, which... Sure is harrowing to think about i guess so um, yeah i keep thinking that but, was last year yeah yeah that just happened yeah i don't know what yeah. year it is anymore but um i don't i don't have an issue with the paying the taxes i don't just take my i don't care whatever are you <clears> gonna <throat> build a bridge or whatever well, that's fine oh you're just gonna take my money and you're just gonna put it in your pocket give it to a lobbyist that's fine too whatever you want to do i don't care it's that's the societal contract. You think the politicians give money to the lobbyists? What? Well, however, it works. I don't know. I'm not an educated <laughs> man. I'm I'm simple, as Kevin said before. And uh, I'm right there with you. You know, I don't get whatever. Take take the money, burn it like your Joker. 
I don't get. I can't. I have no power over it. He's you know, cool. Joker's cool. He burns money. He's trying to show a message or what? I, I I get all that. You know, I get I get the government. I get that there is one and that it does things. And the more things that it does, the closer we are to communism. I get all of that. I don't have a problem with paying the taxes. I have a problem with doing the taxes. Why mm-hmm. are we doing taxes? Do I look like <laughs> an accountant? Do I have one of those stupid uh, visors and an <laughs> old the, school the, the calculator? Yeah, the transparent green visor and an old school calculator. Do I look like that person? Do I look like a yeah, cartoon? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't see an abacus on your desk. What the hell? I don't yeah. have an abacus. <laughs> you should get an abacus. I don't abacus. know QuickBooks. Yeah, that seems like they'll kind of solve your problem here, man. Yeah. And, you know, you look at you look at other countries, yeah. you know, and uh, other countries, like, don't have this problem because a lot of times they look at, let's say, you work for... I don't know, like a restaurant, right? They don't go, oh, well, you as a worker of the restaurant have to pay all this tax. They just go, oh, you work for a restaurant? Um, Yeah, the restaurant can just do that. Like, they have to keep books and stuff anyway. And uh, you as an individual, like, you're just working for them. So the restaurant can do the taxes and you just do nothing you do nothing in other countries you do nothing they just take the money that they know that they like deserve or owe or whatever the fuck they they have the money and they go this is how much you owe and then you just either pay that or the place that you work for pays that because they have more money than you do as an individual and you don't do homework for the government why am i doing homework yeah homework for the government and it's not even like the it's not even the homework where you go, hey, look, I did my homework. It's like they they know the homework, and it's it's one of those classes where they're like, well, it's fine that you got the answer right, but we want you to show your work. Because they mm-hmm. already know. Because the IRS already knows how much you owe them. They just want to see your work. <laughs> you know, the, uh, far from a utopian society, the Brits, uh, I think, uh, they their tax form is one page. Everybody fills out a one-page tax form every year. I mean, hell, if they're making us look bad, I don't know what to say. Yeah. They're they're doing it with with healthcare and with everything and just like why why is the Great greatest country too. on earth the transit man. system everything, man? <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. It's just like and this this just tops it off because every year you got to do your homework. It's like I graduated from school. I don't want to do more homework. I'm putting it off to the last minute like I put off all my other homework. I'm probably going to do it wrong. And then and again, if you do I, your homework wrong, the same, they just throw you in jail. I would have done the same had I not been like, oh, maybe I'll get 80 more dollars in my bank account if I do this, you know? Mm-hmm. I just held off because I thought they were going to push back the, ta- the deadline again like they did the last couple of years. Yeah, uh, I wish. I'm kind of surprised they didn't. I am too. Still time, Joe. Yeah, we it's got, just uh, we got the doing days. it, and yeah. and it's all it's literally all because like the uh, uh, what, what do you call it TurboTax and like the the tax agencies and H and R Block yeah. and like all these different like there's such a powerful private tax industry in America that lobbies the government on behalf of like hey you can't just take the money because we provide a service of doing this. And we pay workers to be accountants. You you guys can't just like do the taxes automatically. Like 
you have to come to uh, you have to come to H and R blocks. You have you you have to pay TurboTax so that we can continue making money. And it's just like, why is this the for profit part? Like, how come the government is already taking the money, but then I need to pay extra money on top of the money that I owe to do my taxes? Wish I could tell you, man. I wish I could yeah. tell you. I wish I, I, I wish s- I had a good answer for you, Grant. But unfortunately, it's just because I don't. there's a vested interest in making a profit off of something that everyone needs to do. Everyone needs to pay tax, and wh- why there's money to be made, right? It's just like fucking hell. And you can go to like websites or whatever. You go to government website, and like Kevin said, it sucks and it doesn't work. And you can do your taxes for free if you're a fucking accountant. Like if you're a masochist, yeah. Yeah. So, or if, we, uh, or if you're very poor, like those, yeah. those are the options. Or you just don't pay them at all, and then it's like, I don't, whatever. What are you gonna say, Robbie? Seems like this, 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 uh, this future shock version of Chicago that y'all live in feels very much uh, grounded in today, in in the uh, 21st century uh, problems. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of ironic, it's, isn't it? It sucks. Yeah, it is. The more things change, the more change, the more they stay the same. Stay the same. Yeah. Hey, Grant, exactly. I hear you. I feel your passion. <laughs> I do. I really do. I can't so do Grant, anything for you. What, what's your punishment? Done with homework? You're going to show up to the uh, bank with that shirt Bart Simpson wears? Uh, yeah, no, I get that's a that's a good point. Um, my punishment is, oops, my dog ate my taxes. I I had I had done them. I I was ready to turn them in, and my my dog ate it. He he just he got a hold of it. And like, yeah, I know I owe you guys money, but listen, I filled out the paperwork and I was going to put it on your desk, but my dog ate it. So I, I don't know. Maybe you should hey, just stop giving you know, me homework. Just to let you know, Grant, Leo in the chat here says IRS is offering yeah, yeah. free filing services on their website. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Which, like we were saying hey, Leo, how much you want to bet that website's a fucking like nightmare, right. like something out of the deepest depths of hell. Yeah, like, I get that it's there, but it's it's also just like it it shouldn't this shouldn't be like the fucking reality that we're all in. Like, mm-hmm. I work for a company. Have the company do the taxes. They have to do taxes anyway. They can't do like just an extra sort of like payroll tax of like just yeah, like withhold in. a little bit more. Like you're already doing that. Like, why do the, I have to do anything? The craziest thing is that, so I do a lot of freelance and I work from home, so I can right. do a deduction for my home office, but to do that deduction, I had to measure, I had to get an exact measurement of the floor space of my house and then oh measure out my office space. And then it was like, and then use that, there's a formula that I can't remember exactly how it works. I'm sure it's a lot simpler than I'm uh, building it up to be, but basically just take all of the you know, all the rent, utilities, internet, all these kinds of things, and use that formula to deduct, like, money from those, for those things, from the tax that I owe. And it just seems like a, uh, I don't know, just give me a flat rate. I'll pay that to just not have right. to bring out my measuring tape every time I move my studio. Just, my, my studio. Yeah, for my, just like, send freelance me, work. Send me a bill. I, I was like, I guess like for you, you have to make a certain amount of money under the threshold to have to claim it on your taxes, which I did. And normally I should be upset that I was making less money than I could be with freelance work. But then I was like, oh, at least I don't have to do extra homework, you know? Right. Right. Fuck homework. Fuck homework. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move. 
Let's move Let's on. Move along here. Let's move on to the main right. uh, meat and potatoes of the show. So, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and quite often unusual punishment. Uh, which one do you want to begin with here, Graham? We got two stories here. I guess um, we sort of teased Elon Musk, so let's let's like yes, be done yes. talking with him earlier. As we always and say, we, we always think we're think done. About him. So Elon <laughs> Musk basically he's threatening. Yes, he's threatening to buy Twitter. And you know what? I don't know. I'm at a point where I just don't even fucking care anymore. I mean, Twitter is like not so much fun as it used to be. I know that's kind of a weak reason to not care about somebody buying up one of the biggest um, communication tools in history. But there is a lot of back and forth here. No, I'm on. A, I'm on a link here from The Verge where it's like everything you need to know about the tw- about the Musk Twitter saga. And basically, you can just take that article and crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. That's what I'm saying. I don't care, it, man. Like it goes through all these Sucks. bullet points here, and then one of the last ones is, "But is he just troll? Uh, is he just trolling?" Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> we didn't even. It was one of the stories I think we cut for time recently, Grant, where we thought that. Remember, like, didn't he like join and then leave the Twitter board of executives or uh, something? So- what what happened was yeah i think i don't think that we ended up talking about it but basically what happened was he's complaining about something like at this point i don't even know what he's complaining about that people get banned on twitter i guess and he went you know the the these twitter bans they need to stop uh i'm going to put my foot down and i'm going to buy twitter and i like he did like a poll like should i buy twitter yes or no and then people were like, yes, which is a great, like, flipping a coin is probably better, you know? But he he did a Twitter poll, and people, I guess people said yes. And then so we bought, like, a majority, not a majority, but, like, he bought more shares than anybody else has in the company. Isn't, like, a majority over 50% or am I... Yeah, great. I, I think he bought it for $420.69. Um, was it? Yeah, he did. It was a controlling. It was like he's the largest shareholder, but it's still only about ten yeah. percent. Yeah, right. It's it's like ten percent, and yeah. then since he's the largest shareholder, they were like, "Do you want a seat on the board of Twitter?" Because th- this is like how decision making like exists in an American capitalist society: is you buy your way onto a board, and then you can make any decision you want to. And he said, "No, that's okay," which makes everyone sort of wonder like what 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 the fuck and so now after refusing to be on the board now he's like well i'm just gonna buy the whole thing i have how much money do i have in my bank in my chase account right now i have forty four hundred twenty billion dollars i'll buy it from that i'll buy it yeah i'll buy it for that you guys want four hundred twenty billion dollars for twitter i'll buy the whole thing he's harry potter in the train car buying all the uh all the candy for his good friend, uh, Ronald. Ronald. Ronald Weasley. Does Elon Musk have friends? That's a good question. I don't know. I, yeah. I was going to say like Grimes, but that's uh, fizzled. I, I mean, guess. that doesn't seem like that's. I don't know if they're friends anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's he's threatening to buy up the website. Uh oh. And yeah, I guess like, he's, what's, he's doing what's gonna it. Ha- the, it like, what's going to happen? What's going to change? Like, nothing's. He's not going to do it 
And then even if he does do it, nothing is going to change. Yeah, I can almost guarantee nothing will change. I mean, like, there mm-hmm. may be some small policy, but it's like, it's this is one of those things people get all up in arms about, like, will he, won't he? And it's like, just, you know... Who do, cares? Do, Y'all remember know, when... Uh, what What's the guy from uh, MySpace? Dave? You remember when Tom. Dave sold Tom. Tom? You remember when Tom sold MySpace to, like, fox news and that like within a year just nobody used myspace anymore like that's what's gonna yeah. happen is mm-hmm. they're gonna somebody's gonna sell twitter it's gonna it's, it's gonna go to someone and then everyone's just gonna be like i don't really care about this more people use tiktok than twitter anyway tiktok i think has four or five times the user base than twitter does mm-hmm. and it's just like why why does anybody care about any of this shit? robbie are you are you, are you on tiktok or is website. that is that something you've sort of um not no delved way. into or choose not to. No way. I don't. I don't share any of my personal information with, those, with the commies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, it seems like yeah, it has a bigger user base, but I feel like I don't know. We, I mean, we it's, just, it's just it, a it's a video platform. It's. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm sure it's it seems fun. It seems fine. I certainly enjoy it when people post funny TikTok videos on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, like if, if you that's guys the had, extent, like yeah. Yeah, repurposed uh, repurposed any like Wham City content to TikTok, or if that's just something you were like, you know what? People, it. people, people do. People, uh, I think somebody somebody did like some super cuts of like uh, the Cry Man Call of War stuff. You know, that since oh, that's, that's cool. like you know that's like fourteen hours of of television there. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, seeing that some of, some of those nice bit nicer fun bits kind of chopped up in that way was enjoyable. But again, I only saw it because someone posted it on Twitter. Yeah, that's um pretty much yeah, Twitter or Instagram or Instagram Reels, which is just TikTok. It's all uh, what was all the these bridge? What was like the bridge the between shit. the tax tax uh thing and tw- and the Twitter takeover? Oh, just or was that yeah, just you guys doing the news? Yeah. You guys just doing the news of the day? Yeah, pretty much far out. You guys are great. So anyway, at this. oh thank you. Very supportive of this. We We've certainly been, do our uh, best. Going for and long I think enough. Yeah, I think Grant a good punishment here is let him buy it, and then we all stop using it. Done. Yeah, I, go ahead. That, yeah. That, that's basically the end goal for this show, isn't it? So, hey yeah. man, you do you're doing uh you're doing our work for us. Well, I'm I'm not even opposed to a return to MySpace, like return with the uh yeah the like, V or the U is how to or code again. That was like the best the best aspect of that. Like, sure, it was messy sometimes or whatever, but it's just like. At least you could be more creative with it, you yeah. know. Like you know Twitter's how all those guys like on t- two two eighty characters uh, type some racism, you know. Mm-hmm. You know those guys on Twitter who were like at, like as like an insult or a troll. They're always like, "Hey, learn the code." It's like, yeah, check out my MySpace page. Yeah, we I had a background. I had a video player. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. You could put videos in the background. Yeah, I miss it, man. Uh, but let's move on you to the next story a, here. A profile song and a video game and a profile yeah. video all play at the same time and just like <laughs> yeah, probably blast probably not ears. the best for the family computer, but you know. Right. Uh, but you know, we were speaking about um, the dystopian, the dystopian land of Britain earlier. Um, it and gets dystopian. Yes, it gets worse, Robbie. Uh, this <clears> week <throat> there was a Club Penguin remake that was shut down. And the people who booted who who remade Club Penguin were arrested by <laughs> by London police. 
Now, Club Penguin, this was this was definitely after my time, and presumably yours as well. Uh, Club Penguin was sort of, uh, it was like a Flash game or something, like some kind of social media where you, you make it's your like own cartoon a, penguin and you stand yeah. on an iceberg or something. I don't it's, know, Grant. Is that it's like, uh, yeah, no, it's like a Disney MMO, basically. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Apparently, it wasn't Disney at first. It was, I guess, it oh. was made in 2005 and then Disney bought it in 2007. But basically, the game, or I don't even know if it's a game. It's just a place where you make your own penguin, you stand around and you, you say something, and then people also yeah, it, stand around and say stuff too on an iceberg. I think that there, I think that there also, I think that there were like game elements. I think that there was like, oh, it's like you're, you're this what character, and then there's like mini games or something like that. Or, so it's just the Meverse, essentially. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think at at its height, what, what it was really good for was uh it had like very strong censorship, you know. Maybe Elon Musk should buy Club Penguin, uh, because they would censor yeah. anything and like uh what what it was really specifically good for is you would go, Okay, this is it. I'm gonna get banned from Club Penguin. Let me choose my words carefully. So You'd be having a conversation, you'd screen grab the conversation, and then you would say the word, like, fuck, and then it would say, you are now banned from Club Penguin, you know? So that that was the height of comedy. Sort you of know, a badge of say, honor. Uh-huh. You say a bad word, and you get kicked off, and you go, yeah, I got banned from Club Penguin. That was the only <laughs> thing it was good for. Yeah, man. <laughs> Congrats for uh, swearing in front of a bunch of six-year-olds <laughs> getting banned. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this yeah. this new pro- this new remake is called Club Penguin Rewritten. Uh, it had 10 million users over the course of its run. The official webpage for the ill-fated game where so many cartoon penguins once frolicked is now home to nothing more than a brief statement, which is white text on a stark black background, which reads, This site has been taken over by Operation Creative, Police Intellectual Property Crime Unit, PIPCU which is referencing a department within the City Police of London. And I also, on the Google Doc here, I included the screenshot of it, where it is literally just the, the the London Police logo on a black background, and it just says, like, this stark, you know, statement of, we've taken over Club Penguin, basically. It is like, that. that's like... That's like kind of be like kind of traumatizing to be a kid who like this is your outlet for like social connection, especially in a time where people are like confined to indoors and there's a virus and everything. Right. You're like, okay, fine. Club Penguin's gone. Hey, somebody else made Club Penguin. I can see my old friends on the internet, on the iceberg. We can talk and we can hang out and we can not swear. And then you go to the website and it's just this black screen with white text that says, we have seized your fucking shit. We have, we have seized your property. We have seized your iceberg. Hell yeah. And at the bottom is this powered by GoDaddy. I'm not even kidding about that. It does. <laughs> the, the city of, yeah. Speaking of city websites, yeah, the city of London is apparently powered by GoDaddy. <laughs> yeah, that's so, promising. Yeah. Uh, so the, the reason that of- it was seized was because it was just... A because di- Disney, yeah, because oh, Disney. It was Disney. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, since they they had purchased Club Penguin uh, a number of years ago, they saw somebody else getting on it, getting in on it, and they're like, "Nope, we're we're sending in the uh, the, the, the 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 city of London is Scotland Yard." It. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I mean, this is like you know, not only are the polarized caps melting, but the iceberg. <laughs> That all the penguins and Club Penguin would stand on. 
is has now been uh, melted as well and seized by the PIPCU. I love the police idea intellectual of it, like, property uh, crime mm-hmm. unit. This did is y'all so- watch? Did y'all watch the uh, BBC Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch? Or are you familiar with it at all? Yeah. No, no. Didn't we talk um, shit about this for like a while on recent something, Grant? Yeah, yeah. But um, but like uh, the the whole premise of that is like, what if Sherlock, but like modern day, because you know he's like Victorian area, wears a top hat, he smokes a pipe, whatever, blah blah blah. What if he was modernized, and it's like, oh, it's it's got this new like edge to it, or whatever. Just hey, imagine he's not wearing like the, brown, the brown floppy hat. I'm mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, yeah, the, the fucking derby. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> well, I think I think that I'd watched like I don't, whatever some. Does Robert Downey Jr.'s character wear like a top hat, or am I thinking? Oh, of you're talking about the movie? Something completely. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what think the fuck that's I'm a great question. I, he doesn't. But some, like, he, I think he does in yeah. the early movie, the first some, movie, and then by the that, third yeah. one, he's like shirtless. Maybe. Yeah. He's like slow motion, but, uh, <laughs> shirtless, like boxing, like homeless people for some reason. Right. What the right, fuck was yeah. that movie? I don't know, man. But yeah, it'd be it'd be great if it's like, oh, the modern version, and it's like you send Sherlock to go shut down Club Penguin. Yeah, grim stuff, man. Grim stuff. It's a long walk to get there, but I'm there with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I, I got a punishment <laughs> for this. I think that yeah. we, you know, there's so many CSI spinoffs and everything. I got one here. We're going to base it off of this, like you said, Grant. Sherlock can be there. That's fine. But we're going to call this one CSI PIPCU, which again stands for Police Intellectual Property Crime Unit. Now, this also Mm. applies, this can apply to things where it's like, you know, somebody makes like a fan made Mario Flash game and these people like bust down their doors and just like slit the guy's throat, you know, what, because they uploaded a picture of Mario to the computer without Miyamoto's permission. I mean, yeah, that'd, that'd rule. I would watch yeah. that more than I would watch like normal CSI. Absolutely. <laughs> P, uh, CSI, P-I-P-C-U. Now, I don't know. I'm assuming this might just be based to Britain, but, you know, we could. I'm, I'm sure we could figure it out over here. We got the budget for it. Uh, anyway, let's, let's move on to our key to the city, which is something nice, something swell, something positive. We'd like to shed a little bit of light on, a little bit of a chaser after, after the devastating news of the Club Penguin icebergs melting. My key to the city this week goes to the actor Mads Mikkelsen. Now, Mads is a favorite of mine. I loved his performance in Death Stranding. You love that, you love that Dumbledore movie? I haven't seen it, nor will I. Um, so this is, I think this, this uh, news piece came out because he's in the Dumbledore movie. Yeah, yeah. The, <clears throat> he called Mads Mikkelsen, this is from Discussing Film, Mads Mikkelsen calls method acting, quote, bullshit. And he says here, <laughs> finally, he says, what if it's a shit film? What do you think you've achieved? Am I impressed you didn't drop the character? You should have dropped it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is like, this is funny because it's also like directly like throwing some shade at uh, Jerry Leto, Leto, for example. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, Suicide Squad came out. It was a total flop. Everybody hated the Joker in that movie. He was in the movie for, like, eight minutes tops. All for, like, two years of a news cycle where it's like, yeah, I got a dead rat in the mail. That was pretty nasty. Thanks. Thanks, Jared. Uh, That's hilarious. Good luck on Morbius. Yeah. Have you all seen Morbius? (laughs) No, I haven't. No. No. Have you? Have you? No. No. I don't don't have time to watch movies. Hey, no, no spoilers. Um... 
pretty sure I'm pretty sure he becomes the Morbius. I think so. I think, I think we, we can say that from that was I think that was in the trailer though, so it's probably safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> famous famous line, I am the Morbius. I am Morbius. See, that's going to actually no. be the name of the reboot that they do in a few years when when, when uh, Disney actually gets the IP right. back. They're going right. to call God, it the, the It's Morbius. also fucking tragic, man. Like, the Morbius or I am Morbius, and we just come around to uh-huh. like... And they're going to recast Jared Leto, and it's going to be somebody who didn't spend, like, 13 months in a bat cave to get ready for the yeah. role. And you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. They're, they're going to cast Mads Mikkelsen to do it, too, and he'll do a better fucking job. I was right. going to say they'll probably do Tom Hardy. Give him, like, another weird mouth to have. Oh, yeah, and, it, and that's a specialty, too. Weird mouth, weird voice. That's sort of yeah. his whole thing. Yeah. Gotta love him. I think, so I, think, yeah, my, I think the world is a better place because of him and his, his, his weird choices. I agree. Yeah. Just put him, in a, put him in a gimp suit, make him do a funny voice. It'll be a better movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Robbie, what is your key to the city? Something positive, something nice, something cool you saw anywhere. It doesn't have to be the internet. It could be anything. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, so I have uh, a son, and he is just about to turn two. And I take him to the this, this uh, garden up uh, close to the mountains in, in L.A. And they have a toy train that like runs around the garden which hasn't been running basically for the last year but um he started to say train tracks so i was like Ooh. i did a good job <laughs> i did a good get, job get him a, he, he's gonna I be a regular got, on transit twitter in no time he's gonna be absolutely i was like he he's gonna be and I've, I've taken him on long train rides too so it's also very it's all this all this work and all those expensive uh amtrak bedroom tickets really paid off He's finally absorbed your hobby into himself. Yes, he would. He is me. I feel That's like the, one time there was this like theme park or something. I forget what it was. It was like somewhere like in Chicagoland. It was like some like pirate themed theme park. And I remember we went there for my birthday one year, and my family and I. And was my it a brother, mini golf place? I don't remember. It might have had a mini golf. I don't know. But we mm. they had one of those miniature train tracks and like those little like kids trains and like. My little brother was like three or four years old at the time, and you know we left him on the train. He, the train was going around this course, and we, my parents took me to go see something else, and then we came back to go pick mm-hmm. my brother up, and the train was off the rails on its side. Like all these ki- <laughs> all these kids were crying and like crawling out of like it wasn't wreckage, but like they were like crawling out of like the, the falling over train, and we're like, oh my god! And we like ran in there to find my little brother, and thankfully he was okay. But I, I just like I have that image like burned into my head of him walking over there and seeing this Jesus. like little like f- five foot tall train like on its side off the rails, and all these parents like searching for their kids among the fucking like disaster uh, <laughs> amongst the rubble. Yeah, yeah, they're just one of those resurfaced memories. I'm like, mini train. I'm like, oh, my God. And that's why we need regular trillion-dollar yes. infrastructure bills. Yeah. So we can never let a tragedy years. like that happen again. Absolutely. Uh, Grant, what's your key to the city? Uh, my key to the city, I'm going to piggyback off yours, Kevin. Uh, my key to the city this, go- this week goes to uh, Robert Pattinson, who similarly about method acting had said... Uh, how come method actors only method act assholes? Which is like true. Like it's because they're such nice guys in real life, obviously. 
Yeah, it's like you never heard like, oh, Tom Hanks method acted uh, Mr. Rogers. And for just an entire year of his life as he was shooting this film, he was just the nicest guy to be around. He was just soft spoken and pleasant and very kind and thoughtful and slow to anger and just was very just like an uplifting. You never hear that. It's always like, yeah. I uh I sent people used condoms in the mail because that's what the Joker would do. It's like, why do you have to method act the asshole all the time? Or the also that's the not what the Joker guy. would do, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> in <laughs> like, what universe? The Joker is not like a pervert in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's what just... I'm saying. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, unless there's like a comic book like what was it, like last <laughs> halloween or, or the long halloween or something he's like oh yeah he sent batman a, a box of bullets and a dead <laughs> dead fucking raccoon it's like that's not like no yeah right there's a i'm sure you guys are familiar with that uh lawrence olivier uh olivier court quote uh, that from a conversation that he had with dustin hoffman about method acting i don't think i've heard uh, or, uh, refresh uh, my oh, oh no to you is uh, okay. I, okay, so it's, uh, I can't remember what the picture was, but it was, uh, Dustin Hoffman and him are working together and Dustin Hoffman comes on set and he's tired. He's like, yeah, I've been, I stayed up all, all night. And Lawrence Olivier says, why'd you do that? Dustin Hoffman says, well, because my character is tired. And then Lawrence Olivier takes a beat and goes, my dear boy, have you ever tried acting? <laughs> I, I, I actually think I am familiar with, yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it is like, yeah, the whole point of acting is to, act correct mm-hmm. like it's pretending basically yeah you know you, yeah. you you don't need to pretend to pretend to just do the yeah, pretend. yeah that's, like, it's kind that's of cheating in a way isn't it yeah yeah i think so absolutely but let's move on to our uh, thought cops word of the week the educational portion of the show uh this week's word of the week is preboot uh preboot is a portmanteau of prequel and reboot uh, a preboot is a film in a series that takes place before its predecessor but also tries to rewrite the history of the series as well you know one good example would be what if the joker was a pervert you know maybe he wasn't <laughs> before but he is now and he always was now preboot <laughs> good word Anywho, uh, before we get to our final segment, which is our listener voicemails, uh, Robbie, if you want to plug everything you got, uh, your campaign to fund Dance Freak, any of your social media, anything you want to share. I mean, just go to uh, the the probably the easiest way to, to get there is to uh, go to the Dance Freak movie Instagram uh, account. And there's a link there for the Indiegogo page. If you just go to Indiegogo. And search for Dance Freak. Guess what? There's not a lot of things called Dance Freak, so it's probably going to be your top option. Yeah. What's the uh, What's and, the Instagram handle? Uh, uh, Dance Freak movie. Cool. And cool. it is a movie that I wrote, and Alan Resnick is producing, and uh, it is going to be a wild and crazy fun time, low budget horror movie. That uh, you know, it's the first time that we've we've done a a feature, or we've done something. It's kind of the first time that we've just made something that's a bit straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's no 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 gimmicks besides just the fact that it's a you know a low budget movie. We've got some interesting stuff that we know how to do with the editing and special effects, and we'll probably have some other interesting elements in there. Uh, some interesting people are going to be in it, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a movie yeah. that you'll be able to watch with cool. your friends and and. Have, have have a fine time 
and i feel like just doing it time. doing it straight like i think grant i think we talked about that with doug pond the one time where he was yeah, saying like yeah. the funniest thing that they could do is like comedians is to just make a movie that's just not funny because you're expecting it to funny or be funny mm-hmm. and then the right. fact that it's like just straight up a mo- like just a good movie is almost like yeah. the funniest thing you could do it's like the next logical step right right and I'm sure uh, there will still be some laughs, but you know. Oh yeah, I mean it's a horror movie, but it's you know it's from me and Alan, and and we have we have things that we like that w- that For will sure. be in it, and uh, that's it. I mean it's going to be it's you know we're 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 raising uh, money for the next I think it's a little less than two weeks now, and then we're going to start production. Cool. Well, if you're listening cool. to this the day it comes out, uh, go fund it because I want to see this movie. I donated the, I donated to this movie. I want to see it happen. Let's make it happen. We can do a review again. for Fire Bros. Oh hell yeah, that'd be awesome. I love that we have like different people we know who are making movies that we can like, you know, yeah, yeah. watch yeah. and then promote and then like help get made and stuff too, because there should be more right, right. good stuff out there, you know. Not everything can be Morbius, unfortunately, but you know, there's other stuff out there. Yeah. I mean it's a little like Morbius. Okay. I mean a little Morbius goes a long way, in my opinion. Um but yeah, with that Tell being that said, uh, we'll, we'll include a link to everything in our episode description as well. Yeah. Um, if you guys would like to leave us a voicemail, give us a call. Our phone number is 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. So without further ado, let's hit it. Hello, ThoughtCops. It is I, Dill Leo Bertex, to be incredible, coming to you with another thought crime. Sounds different. And that thought crime is fucking coolant reservoirs keep cracking. God damn it. I can't. I don't want to pay another $300 to get it swapped out. Jesus. My punishment is better reservoirs. So, uh, his coolant reservoirs. on On a vehicle? I think so. I guess so. Yeah, because yeah. he said he had to get it swapped out. So his his two minutes of hate this week is uh, coolant reservoirs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's his name? I can't think of a punishment. Uh, that so was that was di- that was Dilio. fan of the show. Dil yeah Dil Dilbert. Dilio-Bert. Some hybrid of what two people fuck? who listen to the show who are regulars. <laughs> <laughs> um, God bless. Sorry about you. yeah. Sorry about your coolant. Yeah. Wish I could help. Uh, but it. It looks like he left another voicemail here. Uh, I guess we'll oh. go ahead and uh, see what this one's all about. Hello, Thought Cops, once again. Oh, okay. As there always, as I do feel the incredible, gracing your voicemail, and it's a pleasure as always. Gentlemen, Thought Crime. Yep. Oh, this is a big one. This is oh, one boy. that's been making the news. I'm nervous. And maybe I've even called in about this before, but I think it needs to be restated, reiterated, and pointing out is again, the thought crime, gentlemen, is that you can dictate to anybody how they spend their money. What gives anybody the right to dictate to another person that this is how their is money is spent? This about the Twitter spent? thing. Now, just to is clarify, this, takeaway? this <laughs> Twitter thing is yeah. absolutely in regard to our good friend Elon Musk. Forty-seven billion dollar offer on Twitter. To buy it out, to make it his own. I say let the man do what he wants with his do forty-seven billion dollars. Lord do knows, we don't care either, man. We don't ruin the website. Many of us have spending forty-seven billion dollars on ourselves. But to think that there's groups out there that are trying to tell him better ways to spend his forty-seven billion dollars. Well, he I should find it to be probably a yeah. ludicrous and a bit insane. 
He doesn't have to. Let him spend the money. Go he for doesn't it. need to be what what people are saying. If you gave all that money to every American, then da 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 da. Really doesn't matter. Leo don't doesn't tell want people to... how to okay. spend their money. It's not right. It's not good. I don't think we should be doing that. You can uh, spend your money how you want, and he can spend his money how he wants. Yeah, dance. That's free. my message, gentlemen. Go That's yeah. what I've yeah. got. Come on, you I hope you boys man. have a wonderful Saturday. Do you send that South African gemstone money? Let's make it happen. Well, thank you for the thank I, you for the voicemail, Leo. Um, uh, again, I don't really care if he buys the website. I think, and you I know, know what the thing about it though is, like, Elon is such a big yeah. like free speech guy. So I think that he should be okay with people who are complaining about how he spends the money. So eh, you know, yeah. people are gonna he should be fine. That's what Twitter that, yeah. is for. If if tw- if he wants to buy up Twitter so bad, he needs to understand that Twitter is made for complaining, mm-hmm. and that's part of the job. You know. It's like buying well, a dog. It's like, a lot of responsibility, but there, you know, you're gonna have to, you know, a dog is a lot of fun, but you're gonna have to clean up after its mess. You know, you're gonna have to clean up its poo poo and stuff, and that's what you're gonna buy Twitter. It's gonna be a lot of poo to clean that, up, like, and it's gonna be a lot of it on you. Time and time Man. again, anytime there's uh, been like a Twitter alternative that's like we're the free speech Twitter, they like ban a bunch of people that like don't adhere to their like rigorous guidelines or whatever, and they're just gonna like if he buys it, Club Penguin, yeah, yeah. If if he buys it, it's just going to turn into like shitty parlor, which is just gonna be like, okay, well, looks like people are getting banned for saying things anyway, so it looks like nothing changed really. Man, he ain't, he isn't gonna spend a day at that office if he buys it. No, you know I mean? absolutely not. Right. It, matter of fact, probably again, um, like you said, nothing will change because he will never go, and he'll just yeah. ha- be like, it'll just be a little trophy on his shelf. Hey, I own Twitter. <laughs> Did I? I mean, uh, maybe. You, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe you'll be able to put some like wallpaper on your homepage or something. That, Ooh, that'd be fun. That'll be the extent of it. There you go. I was gonna <laughs> say he, during the we'll, we'll all learn to code again. During the uh, main segment, I I forgot to bring this up, but I feel like this is like a vital part that we sort of skipped over, is that Elon Musk is really mad at this one like 19-year-old kid that's like tracking his flight patterns, Mm -hmm. and I feel like he just wants to buy Twitter to kick that kid off and then he'll sell it like that's my I, big I've never heard about conspiracy this. theory yeah it was yeah. uh it was big news he's offering him like kind of a pittance of money to be like hey take this take this account down and he's been like trying to get this account taken down but hmm. there's a kid in college that's just been like hosting elon musk's like flight logs just directly to twitter i guarantee you he's just gonna like buy it and then like kick the kid off and then be yeah. like okay i'm done uh, I don't need the website anymore. Is it that is it that same kid that's doing all those like open source intelligence, uh, like readings that are that there's like he's like sending back to like the Ukrainian army intelligence. Uh, I I have no idea. And that uh, kid's name I, was I, Edward uh, Snowden. Oh man, no, it's actually some like uh, kid from Birmingham, Alabama. It it could be. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you guys got to look that up. Uh, and we got one last uh, voicemail, Grant. Yeah, one last one here. Hey, uh, cops, it's Serial uh, Law Bear, hey. and my two minutes of hate today is a uh, bureaucracy. It's a common um, theme this episode. I showed up one minute late to check my bag for my flight, and now I'm not getting home until seven hours later. Man, Jesus. Uh, yeah. But silver lining is I got to see a guy's dog shit right on the floor in the airport. That is Um, fun. So, yeah, Yeah. I guess the punishment is just the 
I don't know, be a, be a little flexible, be be human. Yeah. Uh, Delta employees, thanks. Bye. Bye. See you. I mean, I know it's a hard job working at the airport, but man, I they are so rude. And I got this thing where, like, whenever I go through TSA, like, because usually I fly with my Switch because I'm a child, I have to play my Game Boy mm-hmm. on the plane. Every time I go through TSA, because I, I have a I have a um a holding case for it, and every time I go through, you know, they're like, take it out of the case. Okay, sure. I, I take it out. I put it in the bin. The next time I fly, don't take it out. Put it in. Oh yeah okay and then i fly again like you got man you gotta take it out you can't leave it in there and then the next time it's like oh my god leave it in leave it in leave your shoes on leave your belt on it's like yeah they're doing the same shit with the fucking shoes where it's like for most of my adult life at this point you had to take your fucking shoes off and they're like leave those on and it's like you're the one that told me to take them off sometimes you do have to take yeah yeah take one shoe off put one on your head you know, spin around in the circle while we, you know, see if you're carrying a fucking bomb in your pocket. And then come on in. <laughs> it's it's yeah. funny, too, because it's like they're the ones that, like, make and change the rules. But they get it's it's like when you watch, like, a friend get really mad at something that they're doing themselves. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know why my job keeps doing this. I should just quit. And you go, yeah, you should quit your job. And they go, no, I can't quit my job. And it's like, you see how you're causing yourself stress? <laughs> yeah, like, they're yeah, doing I mean, that, but they're the TSA. They're like, guys, take your shoes off. And it's like, you you did that. I'm not the reason you're mad. You're mad at yourself. You fixed no, I, the I know, problem. I know his voicemail wasn't specifically about how the right. employees at the airport are rude. That was, I just had to get that off my chest. But you were, right. you know, I know you mentioned this in the Discord as well. You were, you were late to your flight. I know you took a little bit of responsibility for that, but that does suck. Where it's like one minute costs you at least another seven hours of like sitting in purgatory. You know, dude, I was stuck at the airport once for sixteen hours. Mm. It's brutal. I mean, like when I when I did fly to Japan, yeah, there was like an odd freak blizzard in April. And then I was stuck there for like nine or ten hours. And I'm like, of the one yeah. fucking day, it snows. And I'm missing Cherry Blossom Festival, Grant. <laughs> you want to talk about delays, you got to take the Amtrak north from New Orleans to Washington, D.C. You want to see some serious delays on that line, that stretch. Man, is it, I, I was going to ask, like, is I was going to say flying on a train, is taking a train... <laughs> like more seamless than taking a plane or are there actually more delays? Uh, there are far more delays for Man. sure, but you don't have to take your shoes off. <laughs> no, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you got a little bit of extra scratchy scratch, you get to have a little, little bed. So that Ooh. ain't too bad. Grant, we should get one of those like private like rooms on one of the trains and just like take the train cross country and record yeah. episodes oh, yeah. in our little in our little booth. The yeah, whole time. No, there be, was actually there was a, a group of uh, indie video game developers that used to do something called Train Jam. I think it was. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, I didn't know that. And it was they would they would get on the train in Chicago and ride it to San Francisco, and they would. Everybody that was on the train jam would spend that. I think it's like a 60 hour ride, maybe a little bit less than that. Uh, they would make a game in that time. Oh, that's yeah. I've heard of like that's game cool. jams where you get like a weekend yeah. to make something, but like that's yeah. cool that so it's like train yeah. jam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before cool. uh, we stopped doing electronic game information, uh, I really wanted to 
do uh, an episode where, where we, we rode along with the train jam crew. I, I was going to bring that up earlier. I was, I was also a fan of that. That was like the, the oh, kind of thanks. faux video game news thing. Yeah. Well, not faux, just, well, I suppose. I mean, I basically, real I just, news, re- I just but... refuse to talk. I refuse to talk about the current news. Yeah. 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 But, um, such is life. Such is life. And that is our voicemail yep. segment as well. Again, if that inspired you, give us a call, 312-788-7361. Or you could always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. And again, that number is 312-788-7361. And if you want to support the show, get a backlog of bonus content, and be in the live episode chats here with us, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. I want to give a thank you to uh patron this week uh joey guacamole welcome and i want to also give a shout out to uh someone who donated to us on kofi which we also have a kofi in the episode description io netrunner thank you hmm why do those two names sound so familiar grant i wonder i've never heard those names i don't think in my life anyway uh thank you again great guys great guys we'd love to hear some more discord news maybe one day uh, Robbie, One thank day. you so much for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks Taking for having time me, guys. For your Saturday yeah, morning. You so, sorry for all the uh, technical stuff on my end. No, it's uh, this was way the smoothest episode we've up done up in yet. months. Not yeah, even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it, it's a work in progress. We yeah. actually have the live chat going here too. So you know what? Maybe it's things are going to be trending it's upwards. Looking up. Yeah, it's yeah. looking up. It's looking up. Yeah. Uh, everybody, Grant, check out. Don't forget to. Yeah, everybody check out Dance Freak. And also, Grant, don't forget to file a tax extension for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Maybe I should. It's not Let's It's see. not the worst thing in the world. You pay a little interest on your whatever you owe, but that's about it. Whatever. Everything you turn I your homework in late. You'll be fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, thank you to everybody right. who listened. Uh, thank you to those <laughs> who donated on Patreon. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, see you, y'all. Space Thanks again. Later. Later.